Hi guys, welcome back to Recharge, Rebuild and Restored. R3 with me, Ross. Thank you so much for last week, taking the time to listen as I talked about my husband when he was diagnosed with ALS. A quote from Vicki Harrison said, grief is like the ocean. It comes in waves, ebbing and flowing. Sometimes the water is calm and sometimes it's overwhelming. All we can do is learn to swim. What is ALS actually? ALS is a neurological disease that eats away the nerve cells in the brain and spinal cords, causing loss of muscle movement and control. It was hard to see how a strong man like my Jay, that lived by the law of health, had to suffer from this terrible disease. I will never forget that evening when we told the kids October 2016, we walked in the living room, circled around and explained what their dad was going through. When they listened and they understand and learned what we were saying, they walked away to digest the information. It took a while for it to come back. When they got back shortly, they returned asking so many questions. We answered the questions as the best way that we knew and what we know at the time. So knowing me, what did I do? I made an action plan. Being the person that I am, I thought that I needed to prepare an action plan to put our family slightly at ease with some control over the way we spend our days. So I made it right away. Who has to do what and when? After our visit to the neuro hospital, our case was transferred to our local CLSC. It was very hard to get help from the health system, as we all know, when you really need it most. But I serve a mighty God. I serve a God of care. He sent only angels every day to look after my Jane. There was angels to meet his mental needs, angels to meet his physical needs, angels to meet his personal needs. They treated him with respect and dignity, kindness, and shared laughters with him and stories about their own lives and their family. Just watching him smile and laugh sometimes, it was very nice. It brings joy to the home at the time. A great community was built. Imagine there was staff from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day with meetings and changes in his body. Angels for his spiritual needs. Hmm. Yeah, there was angels for his spiritual needs. He was a fighter though. He would try to walk every morning until he couldn't walk anymore. Couldn't do it. As I sat, as I said before, sorry, we had many praises and worship at home. And one day during our praises, Jay decided to be baptized. And because of he had less mobility than before, we decided to have the baptism in our backyard, in our pool. Oh, what a sight 
It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was a very hot day, as I remembered. But with friends and family and neighbors in our backyard to witness his baptism. Four days before he passed, she was not doing well at all. His burden was labored. He was in so much pain. He was given morphine every two hours. Watching him suffer was heartbreaking. To see him continuously in this pain and I could do anything more to help him. It was hard. The doctors and nurses came to the house almost every night to support us. The team was amazing. The next day, the doctor came by to let us know he was nearing at the end. She asked, which option of the two would you choose for Jay? Go to palliative care or die at home? Whoa, what? I was like, shocked. What? Died at home? Why? She have to say it like that. However, when I think back, there was no other way, no other words to such a question. No other words. Every fiber in me felt to say, no, he can't die here. It's too hard now. How can we live here after this? And then I thought, okay, okay, I'm being selfish. That same day, after good thought, I called the ambulance to transport Jay to the Hudson Palliative Care. After receiving this news, I called my friends to let them know my status of what was going on. My friends showed up one at a time to go with us. It took a long time for the ambulance to arrive. When they finally arrived, there was a few tears. As the visual of the ambulance made things more final. Yeah, tears. Imagine on our way to Hudson Palliative Care. It was a very long, long, long ride. An ambulance and many cars filled with my family and friends followed behind. When we arrived, the nurse was pleasantly surprised and shocked to see an entourage of people accompanying Mr. Lewis. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. God is so good. The prayers and worship started right away as my dear pastor cousin greeted us. In our room, as others passed, they would listen while we all sang for Jay. It was beautiful, wonderful. After four days of praise and worship, my Jay passed away quietly on the 1st of August. Your memories will live on in our hearts forever. I see you every day in my children, the smiles, the laughter, and the personality. Thank you for the memories. Thank you everyone for listening. Okay guys, please take a listen to the interview of the ALS representative of Quebec.
My name is Claudine Cook. I'm uh, the executive director of the ALS Society of Quebec. Mm -hmm. And how long are you working with this community? Oh, sure. So um, I've been uh, with the ALS Society uh, proudly uh, for almost uh, 17 years. It'll be 17 years oh, in the month wow. of May. And awesome. uh, it's been um, an inspired uh, mission uh, for, uh, for myself and the volunteers and our team uh, at the Society, uh, for sure. Oh, great. Um, so how old is the Society in Montreal? Uh, the Society was founded in 1983 um, mm -hmm. by a uh, group of, uh, of parents or, or people touched by ALS at the time. And right. um, it was about uh, about 17 years ago that it became uh, more um, more official uh, with offices and uh, staff and uh, uh, development of our programs and services um, over the years and, and increasing what we can offer and increasing what uh, how we do it was based on on our fundraising and aware and awareness okay so are you saying you're one of the oldest um member of this uh, society uh like right now there? yes right now but it, it, it everybody has contributed over the years so it's uh right. yes and, right. and uh, our director of programs and services um her too she'll be celebrating her 17 years this year as well um, but our team members, um, you know, have been around and those who've volunteers and staff and who've helped us along the way have gotten us where we are today. Great. And it's a great, great society. Mm -hmm. um, so what services do you provide for the community? So I think our, we're going to limit depth of, I mean, that for the uh, audience to know what uh, is their provider. Absolutely. So we're there for mm. the, the person who's affected by ALS and also for their right. caregiver and for their family members at every stage of the disease. So we, we provide information. Our goal is to inform, empower, and support our families. So we, we offer some psychosocial support uh, with counseling, uh, phone calls, email exchanges. Uh, we offer support groups. Now they're all virtual, but we used to do them right. in person and the in-person will mm -hmm. come back one day, but the virtual world has opened up uh, so many uh, opportunities. Um, we've, we have uh, uh, a lot of online resources, a lot of tools right. and tips for people to live with the disease and, um, you know, different programs. We, we do, um, we no longer have a financial aid program. However, our philosophy is to work with the um, healthcare network um, to make sure that every family has what they need and uh, find solutions to best support them. And, and as a last resource for family, families with who are most vulnerable will make sure that they get what they need no family gets left behind under our watch no as best as we can <laughs> and I, that's what i like about it because no family left behind and i can be my that's my testimony that's why i'm calling you today to talk to you and to get more information so audience to know what it's about the ala society in montreal because you guys offer so much programs so can you go in a little more depth of what program do you offer for different age groups so you just have a, a general program for everyone what's the difference in what kind of program do you do you offer well the the, the counseling and the support uh with our counselors is really customized based on um the family's needs and the people reaching out to them or vice versa or the mm -hmm. follow-ups that we make um, right. the, uh, in terms of the documents that we have, like manuals on guides on how to live with ALS, and we just launched a nutritional toolkit so that families can okay. learn how to, um, you know, stay, uh, as healthy as possible and tips on 
um, keeping um, their their nutritional and, and weight gain during the illness, et cetera, and amongst and many other tips as well. Um, in terms mm -hmm. of the support groups, we are able to customize them, and that has been, you know, embracing technology and Zoom. Right. Um, you know, right. we we can customize our support groups for newly diagnosed families. We can customize them for um, people in certain regions, for caregivers only, for patients only. Um, we also mm. offer um, some webinars because a lot of people would like um, information on research and we'll do Q and A's with um, the research community twice a year. Uh, we also just yesterday did a webinar on nutrition and uh, it was really well attended and everything is wow. available online on our online. taking okay. care mm -hmm. um, uh, platform and just people can read, get information, they can listen and they can watch and learn. And then that's on demand. And that's, that's, that's a key that's, thing too. You know, everyone's busy. So to have resources beautiful. at their fingertips, um, that's, right. uh, it's important. And that's what we need right now because we can't go anywhere. So having all this platform to work on and getting all the resources is um, virtually is amazing. It, yeah. Exactly. It's and it's, you know, it's to help break the isolation that we, you know, having this, the support groups and right. reaching out as best as we can, or even just for those who don't have an email address and that still happens, you know, we make sure we right. reach out to them by mail or by phone call. Phone um, okay. And just, it's just important to, you know, stay connected. And we encourage families to also reach out to us when they, when they need help. Um, and again, our, our, our team are very flexible to receive that information, whether it's a call or by email or um, even our, our counselors are doing Zoom so they can even do, you know, one to one, you know, as in person as possible um, yes. support that way. I can, I, I can testify to that and they're doing a great job. Oh, good. So <laughs> seeing that you're doing services for the community, how can people volunteer in the organization? How, how can we go give back to the community when, we, when you have done so much for us mm -hmm. in the community that you've given us so much too? How can we give back? That's so nice. And, and we really appreciate it. And we really are, we feel very blessed with the, the ALS community. And, and that is volunteers right. and people and their researchers and mm -hmm. our families and and bereaved families and people like you who you know come out and say how can we help and and help is can be in any way help can be making a donation help can be taking part in an activity help can be raising awareness um, on their social media um, mm -hmm. we'll have june is a less awareness month we'll have different opportunities uh, for people to raise awareness you know share images and messaging um, to engage people who are around them to say, hey, what is a lesson? Someone may go to our website to learn more, to volunteer right, right now. We don't have any in-person events, but you know what? We do want to sure. build an ambassador program. People who will want to, um, we have speaking engagements and there's some of them are virtual. Uh, well, they're all virtual right now, but um, right. so, but you know, those are volunteer opportunities. We do have, you know, as uh, you know, respecting all um, safety precautions, People can still sure. meet at the office to help do certain tasks and we make sure people are distanced and wearing masks and washing their hands. But those are um, things that uh, we can still do even during the pandemic. We all, we all are working from home, um, but every once in a while uh, we, uh, we go into the office um, on different occasions. So, but sometimes people are helping us, volunteers are helping us do some virtual um, work from home, like uh, doing some research for us on, you know, if there's a certain topic, we say, hey, what's out there with regards to this? And then, uh, you know, so they, like you said, people are home and they have some time, some people. And so 
will customize how people can help. If someone raises the flag and reaches out to the society, they can e um, email us on our website uh, to fill in a registration form to become a volunteer or call us and leave a message. And it's really based okay. on what people, you know, their time and their interests. And when we're in person, of course, there's more, there'll be more activities. <laughs> Okay, beautiful. And also, because you said that's what help people helps you also by giving donations. Is there any other way you raise funds for the community? Is it just by donations or you have other ways of raising funds? Uh, of course, uh, we, we, we have our events. Um, so yes, people can make mm -hmm. um, donations online at alsquebec.ca or we have our walk right. in the month of June. Um, so people right. can uh, donate uh, via our walk. We also have a cycling event. Um, people can, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, raise funds and build a team and, and bike when they want and post their pictures. And there's information about that on our website. And right now we have an online um, auction right now until April the oh, 12th. Wow. And so we have it's items. Yeah. So right on mm -hmm. our website, you can you can see the, the link um, to uh, our bid for hope. And there's right. there are items for every taste and price range and 100% of these funds uh, go straight to our mission. Very good. So you're doing a lot for your community. I'm so yeah. proud to be part of it. And I'm, I'm just so excited <laughs> because just going through that virtual run, um, we'll talk about it after, but just want to finish asking you this question. In the last three to five years, how much advancement in the research has been helped for the disease? How, how much have you learned and how is more people being helped by, by what you have learned in your research and what kind of research are you doing right now yes. for people more and to, uh, just lots of questions yeah. to throw to you at once. Ex excellent, <laughs> excellent question. And, you know, the ice bucket, the ice bucket challenge, believe it was already seven years ago. And, you know, right. since then the acceleration into research um, in Canada mm -hmm. and uh, around the world really um, accelerated a lot. And, um, you know, ALS Quebec, we support research through ALS Canada's research program and the excitement mm -hmm. around the research community is that there are developments. And um, just last year, there was a first treatment um, and first time in over 22 years that a, a drug came to market um, and it took over three years to get here. Um, but Radicava right. is a, a treatment that will help prolong. Radicava. Yeah, would help mm -hmm. prolong um, uh, people with ALS uh, that's uh, and so it's and there are others coming through the pipeline and uh, so the right. you know so the our researchers are, are actively um, pursuing these opportunities and our, our patients are, are advocating for faster access to these therapies. We have strong advocates now speaking to government and patient-led movement. We got 25,000 signatures to help uh, support an e-petition for government to accelerate. It shouldn't take three years for, um, a, right. you know, a, a trial mm -hmm. or to come to, to Canada. So it's, these are all exciting times because we see movement. We see Great. the Great. awareness that we are collectively doing is making a difference. Mm. So, um, and should people, yeah. sorry, and would you want more people to petition and write up on that uh, petition for that, that cause, or it's already finished your petition and you're moving into something so, else differently? So, right so good, the petition is finished, but there will be next steps to help uh, follow up. So, you know, on our, our right. website, um, you know, we share what uh, our community is, um, 
what they're doing. And we will also have some initiatives around uh, June ALS Awareness Month and, and engaging our MPs to um, help us raise awareness and acknowledge, um, you know, ALS, ALS matters in our families' lives. We, we want everyone to have the best quality of life um, living with ALS, and we want to have them, you know, change the statistics that it's not two to five years, it's, you know, people live longer with the right. disease. And so we will, mm -hmm. you know, keep taking yeah. care of the families. Um, until that happens, but it's, um, we, we see it on the horizon. <laughs> Great. And as you said that no family left behind, is there only one, this is the only ALS um, society in Montreal, in the whole of Quebec, or is there other branches in so, Quebec? Yes, we, so we service the whole, the whole province. So it, the ALS Society of Quebec oh, is not just Montreal, it's the entire, mm -hmm. um, the, mm -hmm. the entire province, and there's no other organization, the ALS clinics, obviously also support families, um, but we're the only That's community right. organization um, doing what we do. And there are ALS societies um, in, in all the other provinces. We're all independent, yet we all mm. work to, together, like producing oh, the okay. ALS guide, this big okay. manual of you know how to live with ALS and tips and all kinds of information. It was a collective pro project with all the other provinces. Awesome. So that's great. So then it's not just in, in Montreal, it's for the whole of Quebec, if I'm understanding yes. clearly. And then you have all over Canada, but they're independently, but we you all work exactly. together. Perfect. Perfect. So the last question I'm going to ask is, what is the easiest way to contact your organization? Really through our website. If you go to alsquebec.ca okay. and you can see all the different activities, there is um, a link there to say get involved and there's an email address and um, people can reach out to us or they can call the society. Our phone number is there. We will get the message. Even if we all we're working from home, we, we get our messages, we get our emails and we are uh, in full action uh, despite not being in the office. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So remind me again, the date you said in June where you'll be doing that walk. So it's all throughout the entire month of June. So June is ALS awareness month. month. And then June 19th, right. We'll have a little bit more of a celebration that day. However, families are encouraged to walk throughout the month of June. And there's going to be a, a nice right. um, a Lou Gehrig day on June 2nd. And this is something with Major League Baseball, okay. um, you know, across North America. And mm -hmm. you can count on us uh, mm -hmm. doing our part uh, in Quebec. Great. Well, thank you so much. And for me, as I have spoken to you before, I'll be doing the virtual yeah. run. And I want to just say I am so grateful to be part of this committee and I hope that we'll try to raise as much as we can to give back to the community because you guys are doing an awesome job. Well, we can't thank you enough and, uh, for what you're doing and every action counts and your energy and your, you're inspiring uh, everyone around you to take action. And so we are really appreciative of that. Okay, guys, so we want to say thank you so much for Miss Claudine taking the time to spend with us. And I'll just ask you one more question. My three R is recharge, rebuild, and restore. How can you apply this to your community to get them moving with recharge, rebuild, and restore? Well, absolutely. You know, every action counts. And, and, you know, no matter what someone's mobility, you can take action, um, whether it's walking. We do have different running events. So if this is your first run, we have two other running events, the Scotia Bank Run that you can take part in. There's the an, another anytime, every, and there's yeah. one in, in Bromont in the fall that you can also do virtual, all Ooh. virtually. 
So, um, so Perfect. any any activity that people do, it's it's taking action. So it's a walk, it's a roll awesome. with the, your your wheelchair, it's getting fresh air, it's it's um, you know, and and you get recharged by meeting families uh, in our support groups. You know, often it's um, you know just having an opportunity to meet other families going through something similar is helps people recharge their batteries to know that they're they're not alone and uh, so that's another thing right. that they can do to recharge it's either taking action or reaching out to us and and hopefully we can help make their life feel better so that they get that reboot <laughs> and, and 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 well thank that's great because that's what you guys did for me you recharge you rebuild and you give me restore you give you give me hope and you give me resilience and going so when i was not low the the nurses not not the nurses i'm sorry the social workers was just so amazing and walking into the office and just the kind the kindness that was shared it makes you feel like no matter what you were going through at the time you still had hope and you could still it and you had a support team to encourage you and to boost you up just for like a few minutes but you know that they are waiting for you and they were hoping for you and they train you on and saying you can do this keep on going so i just want to say thank you so much for taking oh, the time you. to come onto this platform as i said before to share this with the people and i can't wait to see what we'll do and how excited i am to be part and to share this with everyone around <laughs> thank the world. you so so much and um you know on behalf of our team it's uh, they really uh, do their work with heart and with experience so thank you thank <laughs> you too thank you god bless you and have a wonderful thank rest you, of thank the day you. thank you bye-bye hi guys i want to thank you so much for coming on this journey with me is one of my most challenging, close to my heart, vulnerable season of my life where I had to go back and reflect on the passing of my husband, Jay, with ALS, this horrible disease. Thank you for coming on this journey. I really appreciate you guys and um, giving me the opportunity to share my story with you. Yeah, thank you. So you can go and, um, and like and share on your platform as well. You can check me out on Spotify, Anchor, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and on the radio platforms that hangs out with Anchor. Yeah. So remember, I talk about three R's, recharge, reveal, and restore. Now, let's just put resilience in there where we can put all this together and we find resilience where we can take the time to have movement, to take the time to breathe, take the time to reflect, appreciate those around us who really and truly care for us, your surroundings, and be safe and be blessed, guys. God bless. Thank you for listening.